Radio Frontier. Larson, always oh, in. Hendrik Larson! That is sensational! Lambert! Welcome back to Celtic Daft. I am producer Ryan. Let's see if I remember how this works. Um, I'm joined by my main man, Mr. Chris Toe. How are you doing, Chris? What's Chris for doing again? I think it's Celtic Daft. Celtic Daft. Aye. Yeah. Aye. I don't. I don't really remember what it is. That's his his name. That's his name. Movie podcast one, is it? Uh, no, you don't want me on that, mate. I'm hopeless when it comes to movies. I'll be great at movies next week, mind you, when I go on the 18th of May to the cinema and turn my phone off. But that's a different <laughs> story for a different day. I'll be class with movies then. Um, yeah, so like I say, we're back together on Celtic Daft. It's been a while between Chris being busy, me being busy, and then about 10,000 Rangers for Celtic Dafts. Um, we've not really had a chance to get together, mate, but we're here this week. It's been a, a good week for a Celtic, innit? <laughs> I it's been well I I no I no let's be honest <laughs> I it's been anyway it's been it's been good to to be a Celtic supporter but you've got to look across the city and just off their captain them fair play you know what I mean they've done what they've done but we've got on weird business um we've all but all but wrapped up the week um yeah. unless we lose five nothing twice and Rangers win six nothing twice then you know we're we're cut and dried but that's not going to happen we're going to go to Tana Dice on Wednesday night and wrap it up and then we're going to have a fucking party next weekend mate you better believe it 100% mate we'll, we'll discuss the game at the weekend then because this is the one that kind of we'll say cemented it for us right we know it's not mathematically done yet by the time this podcast goes out you know that'll be tomorrow night um when we're away tandis like you say but we got in the game at the weekend mate against hearts you know third in the league cemented that third spot they're in a cup final against rangers they've been the best of the rest as they say um this season they're quite home and dry um what were you thinking going this game against hearts was it, for me this was one of these ones where i was a wee bit nervous nah going into it nah no you no no at all mate Hearts, I can't remember the last time Hearts came to Parkhead and, and gave it a right good go. It's, I know earlier on in the season, when we beat them 3-2, right, uh, fair enough, but we still beat them. Right? It's been a long time since they've, since they've taken point phase at Parkhead, I believe. And they yeah. didn't even manage it last season, did they, when we were shite? I don't think so, no. Right, so uh, on the main podcast, I said I thought Celtic would win 5 nothing. I wasn't far off. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Ellis Sims gets a goal. Hugh, by the way, I like that big guy. He's a good big player. I was asking a few of the boys to sit next to me at the weekend. I was like, you know, he is on loan at Hearts from Everton. Everton. He gets Everton. A, he gets a goal after three minutes. He's on loan for Everton. Everton, we think they're going to stay up now in the in the Premier League, which is right, like some it. something you don't want to hear with the poor. No, leads. no, I just say it's Burnley that we want to go down. Smelly sure. Burnley. 
<laughs> um, so hopefully the smelly Burnley can go down but you know Ever are looking likely they're going to stay in that league which means they're going to need a player better than Ellis Sims you know from from my point of view they're going to spend a bit of money in the summer so is he going to go back on loan again to Hearts or would you take him as a third choice it's like no, it, mate. no nah, we're, we're, we're going to take him we're going into a Champions League right? it's a say we we uh, go into the Champions League, Kyogo and Jacko get injured. Are you happy going into a Champions League match where Ellis Sims up front? But the the thing with that is, though, who are you going to get of that level that's going to be happy to be third-choice striker? That's the that's the issue you've got. You know, you need to find somebody that's going to fit that third-choice role and be happy with it. Because someday, we're not going to go and spend a fortune on someday who's going to sit there and be third choice. Or even if somebody comes in and becomes second choice and has to put a fight with, with somebody else for that. You know what I mean? But it, it could be a lack of game time for somebody. Mm, aye, but is Ellis Sims going to be happy to come in and sit in third place? You know what I mean? The guy the guy plays his football at Everton. He's came up to uh, Scotland for game time, really. At Hearts, mm. you know what I mean? So I could see him coming back up to Scotland um, in a on a loan or something like that, maybe doesn't necessarily need to be with Hearts, it could be Aberdeen, it could be uh, fucking Falkirk, John. Um, mm. It's, you know, he's, he's a good player, he's, he's definitely a good player, his goal in the semi-final was mm. an absolute screamer, and you know, that's something that we, we actually sorely lack, is somebody that will take the ball and just absolutely fucking rifle it right into the top corner, we don't really have anybody like that. You know, so um, I can see the point you're trying to make, but nah, I can't, with the exception of David Turnbull, I can't really remember the last time that we've seen somebody that's impressed in Scottish football that's come in and actually made a mark. So I, I don't think so. For me, that's a pass for me, mate. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, right, so like you said there, we're going to this game, a victory would all but cement the the title for us, you know, barring a fucking catastrophic, like, was it capitulation? Is that a word? Aye, capitulation. I'm going to go with that. Aye, that f- is the exact word. That's some good, some good verbiage there. I don't even know if it's a verb, but we'll go for it. Uh, go with it anyway. Well, we, we can get some words in English. Maybe we don't know all the fucking English language. Um, right. We go with one 0 doing after three minutes. I was there at the game. It was a bit nervy. Um, I don't know if it's his with the. the what was it you text fans. me again? What was it you text me again, Ryan? I said, I said that's why. This isn't over yet because it was three would, minutes in. Would that text you 25 minutes later? I took you 25 minutes to text you back. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, excuse me. I was performing at the fucking pavilion, young man. Uh, okay, hey, give, me a, give me a break. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, no, my message I sent to you was basically, you know, I said, this is why it's not over yet because we went to sleep there three minutes in this game and we've seen, we've seen a story before. We've seen teams like Hearts get that early goal and just camp in. You know, Dundee didn't taste before we struggled against them. I had that wee niggly feeling before the game. Then we, then the goal went in and I started to kind of worry a little bit. You know, it took us till, what, 30 minutes before we got the, the equaliser back. After that, it was fine. You know, it was plain sailing. And that's when you text me like a big cocky bastard. But you've got it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, dies in my head, I mean, the, the finish for this one. It went quite a few shots before that. Craig Gordon pulled on off some, some good saves. Uh, Good bit of work for Jota. You know, I noticed Kyogo's offside for it. He pings past him, cuts it across. There's Maeda. Good tapping. I'm going to say, mate, Dyson Maeda yesterday, 
um, confirmed that that's him now a permanent signing for Celtic. We knew it was going to happen anyway because it was an obligation, but how important do you think this guy is going to be for us going forward? I've never seen anybody that puts a shift in like this guy in my entire life. You know, the, the last person that I remember, and this is going back years and years, and a lot of the listeners hopefully will remember him talking about he's well, they know who he is, do you know what I mean? But Peter Grant mm. used to run the full length of the pitch for 90 minutes, right? And you see the shift that Maeda puts in, it's incredible. And he, he's a nuisance up front, he's good tracking back, he's good cover for whether it's uh, Ralston or Juranovic or Taylor, whatever side he's on at the time. And I like that. I like this swapping about with him and Jota as well, switching sides and stuff like that, because that then puts the other team on edge, you know, and it must be a nightmare, especially for goalkeepers. Right. Because they see if Dyson Maeda played against us, see that shit that we do in the box with Joe Hart and all that. Right. He would he would track us down and he would get a hat track of goals just after our goalie. Because it, I know I keep saying it, but my heart's in my mouth every time, right? I don't understand why I'm just telling them to do it because they're not very good at it, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's, and I understand it, why to play out for the back, right. but do it, do it quicker. You know what I mean? But it's I, I just I, getting back to your your original point, man. Definitely a hundred percent. Even if it wasn't an obligation to buy, I would be expecting Celtic to to bring him in permanently because. You look at it, his returns are good. He, he gets a, he gets a few assists. He's scored a, a few goals. He's scored his fair share of goals since he's came in. And I just enjoy watching him play. He's dead enthusiastic and he seems like a, a great guy as well. Mm. Even even though he does look like a villain. I basically, he's your villain. <laughs> he's your villain. And we'll be happy with it. No, but I agree. I, I When he first came in, I, not that I wasn't too sure of him, I, I liked what he gave, but when we were chopping him between the positions, between playing him up front and playing him out in the wing, I wasn't really seeing what he could do with it, that run of games. But since he's got this kind of left-hand side cemented as his, you've seen what he can do, man. You've seen the pressing. Um, my mate mentioned something at the weekend where Kyogo was playing as well. He said the amount of times that them two switched as well um, between each other. You know, Kyogo would go out left, Maeda would come into the middle and the defenders didn't know how to cope with it because the two of them no. are just charging, doing everything going, and it's just great to see. And my my point that I make about Hattati is valid for Maeda as well. Maeda's played 18 months without a break. Mm-hmm. Do you imagine what he's going to be like after having a good rest and a, a decent pre-season on him? The guy's happens, going to be a nightmare. Running, I'm two telling you, running. man, he's going, to take, he's going to be a nightmare for defences next season. Right. And you know he is? He's the perfect sort of player for the Champions League. Perfect. Mm. So, fingers crossed, going forward, we see an even better version of him, but I'm delighted with what I've seen so far. Perfect. So we get the second goal there, mate, seven minutes later. Um, quite a... Con- I say contentious one. It's not contentious. It was, a, it was a clear goal, right? The ball comes across. Jota headers it back across goal. There's Kyogo. Header over the line by a mile, mate. Um, Craig Gordon bumping his gums to the referee, screaming and shouting, saying that it was never over the line when it when it clearly was. Um, everybody's seen it, but have you heard Craig Gordon's comments today? What did he say? So speaking to Edinburgh Evening News, Gordon said, I think it's about a millimetre over, over the line. How the linesman from 40 yards away can see, can 100% know that that's over the line, I'm not entirely sure. We'll have to give him it as a good call. So even when he's seen it and knows that it's over, apparently... 
he's basically saying I'm a, a millimetre over the line, mate. It's a good, it's a good it's eight inches over the line. It's a full ball. The full ball's over the line. Let's a go, mate. I know, but the, well, the full ball needs to be over the line for it to be a goal line. So, I that's what I mean. <laughs> but the, nah, but I'm saying the full ball is over the line clearly. Like, it's not Aye, uh, no, that's what I mean. I mean, there's a good, Aye. there's a good eight inches between the ball and the line. Yeah, no, I mean, and uh, do you know Andy Walker? I know I, I've spoken about this fucking idea before, right? <laughs> now, I don't know what the qualifications are to be a commentator on Scottish football, but I'm assuming you need to just say everything anti Celtic. You need to, the only people that don't do it are John Hartson and Chris Sutton, right? What, what was it so, he said? When the ball goes in, right? Mm-hmm. Andy Walker says, um, just pretty much exactly what, what Craig Gordon said there, but he said, I think the linesman's just guessed there. Now, that's bringing, that's bringing the game into disrepute. That's bringing the linesman mm. into disrepute. So, is it any wonder that that guy's been banned for Ibrox and Parkhead? Do you know what I mean? He's a fucking idiot. Bottom line, the guy's an idiot. He's an absolute idiot. And he brings nothing to the game. This is the guy who says that if you if you feel any contact in the box, you should go down, whether it's whether it's a foul or not. He's advocating cheating. Do you know what I mean? See, the sooner VAR comes in, the better. Honestly, yeah. the sooner it comes in, the better. Is it will shut these fucking idiots up. That's the thing. You know, looking at what Gordon said, it's like he's admitting that it was over the line, but then saying the linesman's guessed it, and you're like, but mate, the linesman was right. Like the linesman was right. Mm-hmm. The linesman obviously seen it. You know what I mean? Why would exactly. you even try exactly. like you say, put bring it to disrepute? It's a it's a load of nonsense. But I just find it really funny. You know, my mate said to me the other day, he went, Craig Gordon's got to be the worst guy that's ever left Selic and it is including Mo Johnson in that. <laughs> I don't know, fucking Andy Andy Walker's got a good fucking shout for it. Well, aye, true, true. Um right, so we're getting at half time mate, two one, bit more comfortable, a bit more relaxed. Um we kind of take charge of the game at this point. Uh, 69 minutes we get a third goal that just kind of settles it completely for us you know we always had that wee that wee lingering thing where it could potentially go to each but the ball across for Greg Taylor and who's at the back post big sexy boy Matt O'Reilly brings it down great finish wasn't it it was a great goal mm-hmm. it was a great goal for start to finish um, O'Reilly is somebody who's just slotted in perfectly he's coming in uh, I've been really impressed with him I really have um, he's adding goals now as well, which is obviously a, a bonus. He, mm. He's just, I, I he just, he's, he, I, I don't know, I don't know how this. Reminds me a lot. Of, remember when like, Rogic first came into Celtic and he, he was having that? Maybe actually, that's a lie. Not when he first came in. See that a couple of seasons ago when he was like became a new man again and it was unbelievable he's reminded me a bit like that he's that kind of player where he'll just he'll pick the ball up and he can make them wee turns yep. and, and he's everywhere across the pitch he's, I think he's brilliant mate I really do it, remi- it reminds me of Stefan Johansson aye that's it, it reminds me of Stefan Johansson and like hopefully he sees Celtic he doesn't see Celtic as a stepping stone because I think he's a very he's a very ambitious boy for what I've what I've read, he left film where he could have been content to sit there and go back up to the Premier League. All right, he's going to be sitting on the bench or maybe not even making the squad, but he's going to be earning a, a lot of money. He took a huge wage uh, wage drop 
to go down to MK Dons to get first team football and and provide, uh, prove how good the player he was and then that got him a move to Celtic and now next year he's going to be playing in the Champions League. So it's, I hope he, I hope he's here for the long haul because I think he's the exact type of player that Celtic fans love to watch. You know, right. I mean, he's a, I hate this phrase, but and Stevens used it before talking about Tom Rogic, but he is a bit of a Rolls Royce player. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's his passing's incredible. He's passed to Jota at the start of that move. It was, it was great. And then he's on the he's on the end gate as well. You know what I mean? He's fucking he starts the move and he finishes it. And it's a great finish as well. Craig Gordon's maybe not covered himself in glory for it, right? But still for the angle that he was at, it was a great finish. And he he did relieve the nerves, you're right. There was that wee bit of nervousness. Mm-hmm. There always is when it's two one. You know, but um, he's. I just uh, I enjoy watching him play. He's a he's a player that really he gets the fans going as well, and he's got a great eye for a pass. You know, so and he's set pieces as well. He's his set pieces are pretty good. He's he's good for a dead ball. So fingers crossed, we see more for him as well going forward. But I'm just I'm just fucking loving it now, Ryan. See, just watching him. I know, obviously. Um, we, we drew with Rangers and aye, they put us out of the cup as well. But watching Celtic just now is remember at the start of the season, I said I wasn't expecting anything mm-hmm. and I was just going to enjoy it as it happened. But I also did say at the start of the season that I thought they would prove to be the better team over the over the length of the season and I backed us to win the league even after Rangers had beat us at Ibrox as well. So mm-hmm. it's proven they've proven me right. And it's just been a fucking joy to watch them this year, man. And I cannot wait to see who he brings in and next season because from what I've been told and from what I've what I've read is he tends to be amazing in his first season. Big Ange, amazing in his first yeah. season and he struggles in the second season. Fingers crossed that doesn't happen. I don't <laughs> see it. I don't see it happening. I, I, I don't see it happening. I just see him going strength to strength and I cannot wait to see what, what happens next year next I think with the, with the resources he's had the clubs previously you can kind of expect that you know the first season bounce when he comes in and then probably kind of even to sell for the next season it's a wee bit a wee bit shite you know we see that with the, the seasons he had in Japan but mm-hmm. it, the resources he's got it's like it's, he's going to be one, one of two you know, he's, he's going to be one or two. He's going to have the money to spend on the players that he wants to bring in. I don't think that's going to have the same the, the same kind of doomsday thing that he would have had before. You know, I, I feel like, like, like you say, mate, like I, we sat on the, the main podcast. I remember it, about four years sitting there discussing the season, discussing Ange coming in. And it's when you get the piss taking at you for your ethos comment about him. Yep, when he, exactly. You know, all, all that stuff. We've seen all the videos doing the rounds recently about what people said at the time when he came in and Alan Brazil saying, who's this guy and whatever. Like that club's been doing the rounds this week as well because because we've now technically won the league. You know, and it's, it's the, the turnaround we've had, mate. It's, this is a transition season for us. And to go from where we were, they made the point in the sports scene the other night, to go from where we were 12 months ago, you know, mm-hmm. 20, 25 points behind Rangers at that point, to now being six ahead of them at this time of the year, it's it's 
tremendous, mate. It really is tremendous. And like you say, it's great to see. It's great to be back in that position again, back in top of the league, back looking down the Rangers. It's great. Well, like I said, you know, going going all the way back to the start of the season, I would have been happy if Andrew was still in charge at the start of next season. I would have seen it as a success. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe maybe people wouldn't have seen that as a, as a success because you're either first or you're last. You know, I mean, that's the way that's the way that a lot of fans look at it. But to see what he's done, how we've lost near enough a full first team. You know what I mean? We've right. lost that. We've lost a lot of players, a lot of right good players, lost a lot of influential players. We've had, we've had uh, Bruni away, we've had, um, what do you call it, Ayer away, we've had, uh, who else? Ayer, oh, right, Griffiths. Griffiths maybe wasn't, um, but it, well, going what, by it, what, what he had done for Celtic in the past, you know, he was a. Yeah, Edward and Christie as well, mate. Edward and Christie. Yeah, and you know it's like those are those were five immediate first team picks. Mm. You know, so from a be able to come in, he's had to uh, address the goalkeeping situation. He's had to address the uh, losing. We lost Frimpong. I alright, that was in January, but we lost Frimpong, and we never replaced him. You know, we've had uh, we we had Shane Duffy come in, we had Laxalt come in, and we had John Joe Kenny come in. And all of them, all of them have left as well. Who were all first team regulars as well, you know what I mean? So there's been a lot of players left that have had to be replaced. Now, they won't, with the exception of Maeda, I would probably say, and Joe Hart. Aye, Joe Hart. Now you can say what you want about McCarthy. He's hardly played played a minute for Celtic. Fees come in, yeah. right? Um, these Maeda and and Hart are. Really, the only two players that anybody would have ever heard of, of the players that we've signed. Would you not yeah. agree? Right. Aye, so, I'd say so. Right. So he's he's went and he's brought in Jota, who hit the ground running straight away. He's brought in uh, Kyogo, who's been a revelation when he's not been injured. He brought in Juranovic, who has been tremendous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and. He's got the best out of players that were there as well. He's got the, he's brought in Starfield and uh, and Carter Vickers. Who Starfield, it took him a while to get going, but him and Carter Vickers have struck up a tremendous partnership. And that four at the back, uh, Juranovic, Carter Vickers, Starfield, and Taylor, have, are the best defence in the league. You know what I mean? It, no matter what way you look at it, they've conceded the least goals. They're, they're the best defence in the league. There's no two ways about it, right? And it's to see what he's done, I alright, we've maybe spent more than any other team. But what you need to take into account is the fact that net were something like 15 million in profit. Mm-hmm. You know, so with the players that went out, I think I seen something we we got in something like 30 million in players and we only spent like 25 uh, just in player sales. So then you've got other mm-hmm. things on top of that as well. So actually we're up in player sales alone. Right. You know, and for what we've brought in, like you said, Emmett, like everywhere, Kyogo, Maeda, Jakimakis, Jota, Carter Vickers on loan, um, Janovic, Starfelt, Hatati, Hatati, O'Reilly. You know, the exactly. players that we've brought in, mate, it's, it's been, it has been phenomenal. There hasn't, um, there hasn't been any flops. There really hasn't been any flops. And you can, only, you can one, only one you could say is Gucci. 
had a good change. But he's not, I, he's not been a flop because he's not played. No, that's what I mean. what I mean. That's the only one you could say. You know, because you can't get in the team, but even then, I would just say it was a. You can't call him a flop without having seen him, really. No, I mean, that's what I'm, that's the point I'm trying to make. So, it, what he's done, I like I said, he's got better resources than, than most of the other, every other team in the league. But he's had to rip out a full team and build a new one. Mm-hmm. Now, see if you've done that. Look, look at Man United, they're going to have to do that this, this summer. If Ten Hag does what Ange Postacoglu's done at Celtic, he'll be getting lauded throughout the world for it. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how much Man United spend. He will be the man that saved Man United. Now, they need to, I, re, I realise that Ange has won all the, all the manager awards and stuff like that. But it's time he started getting a wee bit more respect on his name for other areas. You know what I mean? Mike Richards come out and says what he's done is tremendous. Mm-hmm. But he's, getting, he's not getting any praise for anywhere else because Scottish football is still a backwater to all these people. I, 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 I just, I think he's, the job he's done is absolutely outstanding, man. It really is. I agree. Um, one other question then I want to say, we'll go back to the game briefly. So right in the 90th minute, um, big one, big one touch man finally gets his, his goal in this game as well after coming on. Jack and Marcus only scores with one touches. Um, I seen a tweet, mate. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. I sent it to my, my pals as well. Somebody put on a photo of Jackie Marcus, and they said, "Is it controversial to say that he's our best striker?" I wanted to ask you about this because I, I, I actually can't. No, I can't my mind up. My initial thought was, "No, it's still Kyogo." No, but, I, I would, I would agree. Striker, yes. Forward, no. Okay, fair point. Yeah. Right, Kyogo, striker, Kyogo yes. More. Forward, no, because Kyogo as a forward, is as an all-round forward, is miles ahead of Jackie Marcus. Miles mm. ahead, right? But what you said, ball into the box, one touch, it's a goal. You know, yeah. even even going back to um, the game against, who was it? He's come on and he's Jota scored. It was, uh, balls come off the bar and Jota's put it in. Who was it? Quite recently. Uh, Ross County. Ross, Ross County, County that, that's the one. And he's there. He's always there or thereabouts. You know what I mean? He's a penalty mm-hmm. box poacher. And he's, he's a bit crisp boy, if you ask me. You know what I mean? He's a bit, he's a bit crisp boy. He's, he's Johnny on the spot. He's there. He puts the, the ball comes into him, one touch goal. Now, give him the ball 25 yards for goal and tell him to beat a defender and put it in the top corner. It's not happening. He'll fly his own feet. Exactly, exactly. But right. he's, a, he's, a, he's a great poacher. He really is. So... Hmm. I would, I would agree with that. I would say he's the best striker we've got, but he's nowhere near the best forward that we've got. It's Nakamura. It's a nail So, before we kind of wrap this up, mate, we're going on tomorrow night, like we've said, Dundee United away, a chance to wrap up the, the title, and then Motherwell on Saturday for, for Trophy Day. Um, what are you thinking of going into this Dundee United game? I've got the feeling that this could be potentially an absolute doing because of what's see everything that's kind of hanging on it and it's the, the game that's going to cement as a league mm. Dundee United I watched a bit of them at the weekend against Rangers they weren't a good at all they were hopeless uh-huh. and we are now you know we're kind of hitting that form again 
after the kind of re results we had against Rangers and stuff like that as well, where we didn't really play mm-hmm. our best. We got a bit of form at the weekend um, against Hearts. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Is this going to be a doing for United? Uh, I so um, they, they never put up much a much a fight against us at Tannadice the last time. That was the time when Tumble uh, flicked the ball over the goalie and when he put the ball on and it kicked the ground, the ball hurt his knee and he nearly fucking remember nearly dislocated his own knee. <laughs> I that was I but that was a, it was a great performance. Um, they've Traditionally, Tanadice is usually quite a hard place to go. So, I don't know. It really all depends, again, what Celtic turns up. It, it, that's what it is. If, if Celtic won there, like you say, this is us. If we, it, Regardless, even if we draw the game, well, we're still going to be champions. But you want to do it with a wee bit of panache. You want to do it, put the cherry on top of the cake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's. I, think, I don't think Angie's going to let them go in there thinking that it's done and dusted because it, until it's mathematic, mathematically impossible, then you don't celebrate anything. And the only thing is, it's a bit of a gutter that it's not at home. That's the only thing. Aye. I, I mean, I was there at the weekend. Anybody listening who was there as well would, would tell you kind of was like that at the weekend because I said to my, my mates, when the team were going round and it, the music was on, it was like, it was definitely like a party atmosphere. Like, we all know what's just happened. We all know we've pretty much won the league now with that with that result, you know, mm. bar, barring a catastrophe, like I said earlier on. But uh, that atmosphere was there. I see a wee bit of different emotions for Ange that doesn't really show mm. either. So he always lets the team go and do the lap on her first and he kind of like waits behind him mm. and does his own one. But it was a bit more of, more of a bit of emotion for him. Mm. It was kind of just gene up the crowd as well and it was like a big smile on his face which he's no he doesn't normally have a massive smile on his face he kind of is a wee bit reserved but even he knew at that point he was like this is this is fucking amazing this is and, it. Mother, will, mother will, will be uh, mother will, will be like fucking the old resurrection raves you know what I mean <laughs> that'll be proper proper party time like back in the day when it's even Martin O'Neill won the first league when, when he was in mm-hmm. mate Fucking hell, man! That was unreal. See that? That was a proper party that day. It was tremendous. And when when Wim Janssen stopped to ten, but that was the full stadium wasn't built yet, and everything like that. And it was all about everybody ran on the pitch and all that. And you, you can't have that nowadays. Do you know what I mean? So that's, the Motherwell game, the tight trophy day. That'll be that'll be a big party. That really will be a big party, and I cannot wait. Aye. I, I think, like we said earlier on, discussing it, I think when I see Celtic lifting that that trophy next Saturday, it's it's going to be it'll, it'll be emotional that one it because that, because everything that we went through last year, like we said, we sat on this podcast last year, not really knowing what the fuck was happening. You know, we we sat going, how has this happened to us? You know, we were going for ten in a row last year and we end up twenty five points behind Rangers. Aye. You know, 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 to see the the turnaround and get back to where where we know we should be, you know, that's where we should be. We should be tapping the league. We should be the ones winning these these titles. uh, You know what it's like, but as well, Ryan, there's been so much that has happened in the last two years to everybody, but you and I both personally, this will be the first one that with our dads. Aye, exactly. And it's, 
<laughs> it will be emotional, you know what I mean? It, it definitely will be because they've been by our side for every championship that we've won since we've yeah. been kids. So it's, it is going to be emotional. So, you know, everybody will take a wee, a wee second and, you know, just appreciate it because it's, we know now that it doesn't come every year. You know what I mean? It doesn't come every year. And I think we were all quite guilty uh, taking it for granted for a long time. So, you know, it's time to, and especially with how how much the Rangers fans rubbed it in. You know what I mean? And fair play to them. If, it was, if we were on the other end there, then we would have done the same. You know what I mean? We would have done the same. So everybody that's listening to this, it's a Celtic fan. Enjoy this. Enjoy it and make sure that you enjoy it because it, it doesn't come every year. And Rangers are stronger now than they've been for a decade. So, you know, there's going to be closer title races every year and don't take anything for granted. And remember, you're a Celtic fan for a reason. Act like a Celtic fan. That's emotional, mate. Fuck, I'm getting, getting emotional now. There we go. I mean, you clip this off and just keep it in my phone. Just a <laughs> tall, tall motivational speech. Um, like you said, mate, talking about our dad's there, I will say, though, I've still not forgiven my dad for fucking a 10. That was the one thing I asked him that he's feeling. Like, I was like, deliver as a 10, dad, and he never done it, so I've had words with him. But we'll let him away, mate. <laughs> he's got oh, this one. <laughs> he's got <laughs> this one, mate. Uh, right, mate, we will wrap that up there. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, fancy a wee, a wee title party next week, mate. Will we get some some patrons on? Get some fans on. Get some patrons on. Get some fans on. Have a couple of canapes. Maybe yeah. a maybe a wee cheeky beer. Maybe a wee beer. It's got to be got to be the forces, mate, innit? Why don't we do be. one? Why don't we do one on Wednesday night? Do you know what, mate? Aye, let's do that. At eight o'clock. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Wednesday at 8 o'clock be there uh, right thank you very much for listening remember if you want to become a patron go on that show with us just sign up patreon.com forward slash football daft um, if you do sign up we will post a link for the discord group as well as good good chat in the discord Chris in it hi <laughs> everybody's actually everybody gets on quite well on it don't they there's no there's not really any digs or anything like there's obviously um, the sound of silence has made an appearance this week Yes. Thanks very much, producer John. Yeah. Aye, well, well, I just need to, to pull you up a wee bit for that, mate, because the message you sent me was scathing. Oh, you're day. fucking right. You're fucking you... right. It was scathing. I thought it was you that had done it. thought it was me. Do you think I'd do it to you, mate? Do you think I would do it to you? I should, I should have known better, bro. I should have known exactly. better. Exactly. Anyway, listen, let's not, let's not argue. It's a happy week for us. It's a, it's party week. It's champion week. It's title week. Yeah. So, what are we signing off for now? <sighs> We're on top yeah, of the league Looking down on the Rangers You going to put go it on? You going to put it on? No, I'm going to go for something else here Oh, you got to put a song Charlie and the Boys No <laughs> 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 well done. What, I think, what we'll, I think we'll go Will we go for this one? Ah, oh, somebody's phoned me. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs>
Oh, you kidding me, right? That you kidding not right? That right? I don't know. I don't know. Hell, hell. See you later on. <laughs>